Hi, everyone. I'm Anita Lustria, and for many years I did live radio. Then I transitioned to the podcast world where I feel I found my home. I love talking about spiritual formation, justice issues, and spiritual practices. Throw in the Enneagram, movies, and current events from time to time, and that's what you get on the podcast. I'm glad you've come along for the ride. Welcome to Faith Conversations. Welcome to Faith Conversations, everyone. I'm delighted to have on the podcast today, Marsha Crockett. She is a spiritual director and an author, and specifically, we're going to talk about her book called Sacred Conversation, Exploring the Seven Gifts of Spiritual Direction. And before I formally introduce her, I just want to say thank you to those of you who are supporting the podcast um, I've heard from a number of you already in this, well, not so new year, right? We're already at March, but who knows when you're listening to this as as podcasts go. So a big thanks to any of you who support the podcast. You can do that a number of ways through PayPal. The email address is producer at anitalustria.com or through Venmo. It is anita-murphy-20. Uh, obviously, they must have come up with that because it's not memorable, right? <laughs> well, thank you. Anyway, to those of you who will support the podcast and who may support in the future. Well, Marsha Crockett is a certified spiritual director, and um, I'm actually going to turn to her and ask, as I do sometimes, give a welcome and say, how would you like to be introduced? What do you want people to know about you? So first, Marsha, welcome to Faith Conversations. Thank you, Anita. Yeah. Um, introduce myself. Yeah, I will say, without giving, you know, a big historical <laughs> uh, background, that um, my faith and e even church experience has been part of my life um, since before my memory. Um, so from cradle. <laughs> uh, and my and I grew up in a home that Christ was honored and grace was offered and um, it, it was foundational, I think, to my faith. But there certainly came a time that I knew I needed to know what my own faith was about. You know, what what did I believe and where where could I express that and live that out? And, and so I began that journey, um, continue to this day. And part of that um, has been with spiritual direction and uh, 2013, I finished a program, a two-year program uh, of certification and began meeting with people on this lovely journey called spiritual direction. Yeah. And you've been doing it ever since, right? Yeah. yeah. That's funny. I, our journeys in some ways um, have lined up because 2013 is when I graduated from my two-year program and mm -hmm. began companioning people. And um I would say my husband, Mike, and I are semi-retired, though my son says, I think you're busier now. Uh, <laughs> but it's a different kind of busy because yeah. I, for years I did radio, but now my husband and I are uh, both spiritual directors, and that is really the majority of, of our time is spent mm -hmm. uh, companioning people, which is, which is an amazing privilege. And Absolutely. I would say even a daily surprise, right? You, yes, yes. In a wonderful way. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, I'm curious, um, before we get into the content of the book, why did you want to write Sacred Conversation? Why, what, yeah, why did you want to put something in print? I'm yeah. glad you did, number one, but why, why did you decide to write it? Yeah, well, you know, it was one of those aha moments for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I am a writer by trade. I've oh. done that my whole life. And uh, this is my sixth published book. And... Okay. Can you give us, can you give us some of the other titles? I would, sure. I think I did know this, but I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Go sure. ahead. Yeah. Um, and, and it's been a, a good space of time between this book and the last book. So this one just came out actually this month is the annual, the one year anniversary of sacred conversation. So that's exciting. But um, prior to that, 15 years previous to that was my last book, which was with Nav Press entitled Breakthrough. Um, and other books on prayer, weaving a life of prayer with varsity and um, sanctuary, safe places for the woman's soul and a few other titles. So, yeah. I think and, I and crossed it, your path in a book of yours before. I'm sure of it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Nice. Love it. Yeah. So in addition to all of that, I also write professionally with um, corporations and do that type of writing. So that's always been part of my journey and kind of who I am. And, you know, as I became a spiritual director and I I kept feeling, I, I strongly feel like spiritual direction is something I was called to. I felt, you know, very much compelled um, by the spirit to, to enter into that. Um, but at the same time, you know, I kept having this, but what about my writing? You know, I wanted to continue my writing and I couldn't quite figure out how to balance the two. It was like, is it this one or is it this one? And it was like, Oh, wow. Hey, maybe it's both. Let's, let's put those two things together and see what we come up with. So, um, that was part of it. And it was, yeah, it was, exciting to write. It was fun to write. I wrote it uh, fairly quickly during the pandemic, partly because I had more time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, yeah, that's kind of how it came to be. It was well, like my journey and my writing. And yes, let's I love it, it. Well, I love that it all came together mm-hmm. in sacred conversation. I'm also thinking, um, because I know I get questions all the time from people exploring and wondering about spiritual direction. And I think it's a tremendous resource to point people to and say, Mm -hmm. read this. This is really what spiritual direction is all about. I mean, I can and do have introductory phone conversations with people who are wondering about Mm -hmm. it. And I give a shortened explanation. But what you've done in Sacred Conversation is give a beautiful, much fuller, on deeper um, uh, description of, of what spiritual direction is all about, what it can be. And I, you know, I would definitely point people to this if, if they're considering spiritual direction. Uh, I, I'm very curious. I would love to know how that phrase or how spiritual direction first came across your path. And I'll just maybe in, introduce this question by saying, I think for many of us who grew up in Protestant circles, I was not familiar with this phrase. It sounded very foreign. Our Catholic brothers and sisters are likely much more familiar with this. Um, it, It is something that's growing in the Protestant church. So how did spiritual direction come across your path? 
Yeah, I I think <laughs> where I first heard about it um, was in the writing of uh, Richard Foster, and I believe it was in Celebration of Discipline. Mm -hmm. So it's been, I don't know, 25 or 30 years ago. And as so often happens, when something strikes a chord that you read, it seems mm -hmm. like it shows up elsewhere and you begin to see it all over the place. Everywhere, yeah. Which I did with um, spiritual direction. I'm like, wow, I, I never heard of this, but here it is everywhere that I look. Um, and and so, you know, that was my first inkling that this was something of interest and tried to investigate it a little bit. There wasn't much out there to find out about at that point. But, right. Um, you know, as time went on, I just still continued to feel compelled um, toward spiritual direction and did, you know, got serious about researching it and found a program in, in the Phoenix area I wanted to attend. And so I, I went ahead and signed up for it. And, you know, before it actually started, um, this is a little bit of backstory. I, I um, met with a friend for lunch and she told her about this program. She said, oh, um, you know, I have a friend who's finishing a program also. So do you have a spiritual director? <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, yeah, maybe I should have yes. a spiritual director <laughs> first. So I, I backtracked. I actually withdrew from that program. I thought I've, I've got to oh, do my own work a little bit here. So I spent probably five years with a director and mm. just worked through a lot of things um, personally and spiritually. And yeah, so and then it, at that point, you know, felt like, OK, I think I'm ready. So oh, that's so yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Um, back in the mid nineties, um, I heard Larry Crabb speak at a Christian conference and yeah. he gave a trio trilogy of messages mm -hmm. called uh, the calling, the courage and the vision of a wise elder. Mm. Now nice. I'm sure at that point he, he, absolutely knew he was talking about spiritual mm -hmm. directors, mm -hmm. but could not, did not use that term yeah. for fear yeah. of scaring off yeah. whomever at that point. Uh, I bought those messages and that was 95 and I listened to them over and over and over. I still have them. Yeah. Uh, they were on cassette back then, cassette, but since yes. I got someone to transfer <laughs> them onto, onto a CD yeah. and, um, uh, and I have them digitally now, but um, I, I just kept listening and I thought, I want to be this kind of person. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I, again, had no name for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and later Larry would, would kind of dabble or I won't even say dabble. He would do um, these schools of spiritual direction, d very mm. different than the programs mm -hmm. that you and I yeah. attended. They were shortened version yeah. about a week long, something like this. His his vision, his dream was that we we would all become spiritual directors in the church, yeah. that we would be soul friends. Yes. One another. His, he wrote a book mm -hmm. years yeah. ago, Soul Talk, I think. And, yeah. Soul Talk, yeah. You know, I don't think that things really materialized in that way in the church. And I think he recognized that. But that's where I first um came in contact with the concept. Mm -hmm. And that was later than that, probably not by too many years that I heard the term spiritual director and wondered what that was. And as I heard a little bit more, I recognized, oh, this is 
the wise elder mm-hmm. that Larry was talking about. Mm-hmm. This is what mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm I'm curious also what what sent you that direction toward you know you you said that you backed out of the, out of the application process yeah. in the program because you decided you probably needed to go to a spiritual director to know kind of what you were right. getting, getting into. into. <laughs> yeah. But what, what propelled you uh, besides that, anything specific that propelled you toward that experience toward that? doing that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, as I realized I needed to sit with the director and see what that was about. Um, you know, it was just a time in my life when I, I don't know. The only way I can describe it is I just felt blank, like empty. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt like I had lost touch with my emotion. Mm -hmm. Um, Partly, you know, out of survival mode of living my life. But um, yeah, it was just like, wow. And I, and to the point that I felt that it was impacting relationships and friendships and I didn't want to end up you know, at the end of my life, being this very hard-hearted type of person. So, and that's actually was the basis of the last book that I I wrote, The Breakthrough, which was a prayer of asking God to tender my heart. You know, I didn't want to be hard-hearted. And yeah, so that lack of connection with myself, I felt like I was losing. And I, yeah, we worked on that for a long time. And, you know, I'm grateful. I mean, she was mm-hmm. a wise elder, still is. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, she would sit with me and ask me, you know, these questions. And I often would just shrug my shoulders and say, I don't know. I don't know. And she wouldn't let me off the hook. That's great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be, how about if we sit in some silence yeah. about that for a minute? Okay. You know, and almost, I will say every time we did that, that she invited me to that, um, it it seemed the spirit spoke to me mm. with something new, something I'd never realized, something I had. You know, and this idea even of, of my emotion and where is it, you know, and thinking something's wrong with me and my director asking, is there another way we can look at this? Mm. Is there another another perspective on that? And so we sat with that. And, you know, I just had this, I will call it revelation from God that, you know, it wasn't that my, my emotion was gone, but that it was being held and protected mm-hmm. by the divine and that it would return. But it became more of a treasure and a, a realization that, mm-hmm. You know, for me, that's what it was. It wasn't that my director told me that, not at all. You know, it hmm. was just opening the question, listening deeply and actively to what was going on for me. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I I appreciate hearing that. Um, I, I was just thinking about what led me to spiritual mm-hmm. direction and not a... I would say something similar was, was going on inside me. And I, I would describe it as being empty at the center. I was not connecting Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. my center. Mm -hmm. And so I was doing some work there, but then what happened 
was my image of God began to expand and it scared me to death, actually. Mm -hmm. And a friend uh, recommended a spiritual director um, in Chicago, um, a Catholic priest who was amazing. <laughs> I, I, I think I filled the floor of his office with tears. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so many tears, but I, you know, I, I was just fearful um, because everything had been very black and white and neat and tidy, yeah. all nice little square corners in my mm -hmm. life and no shades of gray whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I didn't know what to do with that expanding view of God. And so that's, that's what pointed me, got me to say yes to spiritual direction. I need to talk to somebody. And that was the right space mm -hmm. for me. Uh, and mm -hmm. a beautiful journey began and, mm -hmm. and is going to this day, certainly. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I tell people, I'd love to hear your comment on this, that people ask me, you know, are you a spiritual director, but are, do you go to spiritual direction? And my response almost always is I would never not yeah. go to spiritual direction. I can't imagine yeah. stopping. And, um, you know, I think many people think, oh, well, you know, surely you come to the end of this at some point. And because I think, and this may propel us into what spiritual direction mm -hmm. is not. I think right. sometimes they think about it in terms of maybe a, a counseling journey that maybe you yeah. get to the end of a specific issue. Yeah. Um, but I, I would never not go to spiritual direction. Yeah. I, I, the companioning piece is tremendous. I need it monthly and it is indeed not counseling. Mm -hmm. So how would you answer that? And then talk about what spiritual direction is not. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same. I think in the 20 or 25 years that I've been in spiritual direction, not as a spiritual director, but had my own spiritual director, I, I think there's maybe four or five times in those years that I missed a, a meeting. <laughs> so it's just, for me, it's part of, of the, the rhythm and the expression of my faith. And so to sit with someone who will listen intently and be with me on the journey um, is just part of the cadence or, or I, I don't know, I kind of call it the liturgy of my days um, in my faith that, uh, it's yeah it's sort of ritual at this point for me that it becomes that important and meaningful it connects the dots I mean yeah. it, it it's not that I'm bringing deep problem after deep problem it's it's just life yeah you know and sometimes in the workplace you know I approaching retirement but I'm still working and you know, until I figure out <laughs> that I'm not going to complain this week about something not being fair. You know, what is that about? You know, it's not a big problem, but it's something to be aware of and to, to bring into the space of the sacred space, the sacred conversation of what am I longing for in that? Why, why am I concerned about everything has to be fair and equal to me as it is to everyone. I, I don't know. It's just an issue that's recently come up 
So, you know, that happens every day, practically. So those things that come up is, is the important part for me to, to bring into spiritual direction. Yeah. And even those times that I think I have nothing, I have nothing to share this month. Should I skip? No, uh, I go and I say, I have nothing. And we begin to unravel what is there. Yes. Um, and it's lovely. So, yeah, well, it's really um, spiritual discipline. It, it yeah. you know, is what it is. It is. It's yeah. it part of a spiritual discipline, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, what it, it isn't is certainly, you know, it's not the coaching that helps you achieve a certain goal and you're done or move to the next goal. It's not therapy that is really looking sometimes at, you know, core issues, but let's get a resolution on it and then we're done. Um, or you have tools, you know, to use that you can take and deal with it from now on. It's not that. It's it's the unfolding eternal work of the divine God. <laughs> you know, it's it's never ending. And the formation and the transformation is never ending. So there's always, always work. Yeah. Why isn't everyone in spiritual direction? Yeah, there's a question. <laughs> You know, when you get that question, it's like, you think it's for everyone? And I'm like, well, if you're interested in unfolding your relationship with God, yeah, I would say yes. And I think, I think, you know, from the conversations I've had with people, so much of what stops people often is just, you know, we're, we're just not taught it. It's like, seems selfish. It's really, you're going to talk about yourself for an hour every month just for the heck of it it's like why and uh I, I don't know i in my heart is the prayer of saint augustine grant lord that i may know myself that i may know thee and and there cannot be a disconnection of those two things and so if i'm unwilling to look at what's happening within my own life my own heart um I won't know God in the fullest way. And, yes. you know, not that we ever get to the fullest right. uh, way this side of eternity, but um, it's, it's continual. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a contemporary writer that I r really appreciate, Alison Cook yeah. um, says, uh, just to paraphrase what you said, knowledge of self and knowledge of God are inextricably linked. Yeah. You cannot have one without the other. Yeah. Uh, but you're, but to your point though, Marsha, we're not taught that we're not, I'm grateful for Pete Scazzaro and those that talk about emotionally healthy spirituality. Mm -hmm. It's not a, a, uh, you know, it's not a real thrust of the church mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I, I wish it would be more so, I guess. Yeah. And, and I don't know that it's explicitly excluded, but the the structure and form of most churches protestant churches is more of you show up and you be talked at yes and so there's this lack of space for listening i think mm -hmm. in, in a lot of ways and we think we're kind of close because we have groups with bible study but it's just so different than mm -hmm being present with someone just so where they are what they're dealing with and yeah. i i honestly think that there is not generally a deep experience of friendship 
that no, occurs no, in most people's lives. I think there is a, an experience of acquaintanceship, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. some of those acquaintances are a little, mm-hmm. a little deeper, but mm-hmm. only to a point. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. It's and, yeah. And, and I think that there's just, I don't know of any other place where there is the companioning, the listening companion that's offered in this world. I mean, it's such a unique and deeply needed um, ministry and offering to each other and to the world. And yeah, it's rare. Yeah, I agree. One of the things that you unfold in your book um, is the seven gifts of spiritual direction. And we certainly don't have time to go into all of those, but I would love for you to name them. And then let's just maybe pause on a couple of them of your choosing. Yeah. Um, okay. Ones that, that you particularly appreciate. Sure. Yeah. The ones, the gifts that I've listed, and these are not all the gifts, by the way, everyone yes. experiences the gifts differently, but these are the ones that I chose, which included the gift of awakening, hospitality, story, pilgrimage, silence, meditation, and belonging. And I think, you know, I think we kind of touched already on the gift of awakening just in our little conversation about what what drew you into spiritual direction. Mm-hmm. You know, there was something happening that we were aware of that was waking up in us about, well, something's a little off here, or mm-hmm. hmm, I'm not sure what's happening, or I need, I, I'm curious about why my why my changing image of god is scaring me (laughs) you know there's something waking up and and you know in the book i list several of those types of things that might awaken somebody and it it can just be ordinary life things the transitions from working to retirement or you know whatever moving across the country it can be anything a transition in life but I think that those are important. And and I have to say, I do have on on my website a little, you know, download this if you're interested or want to find out if spiritual direction is a good fit for you. Have these these points. Yeah. And go ahead and give your website. I will have it in the show notes for anyone that doesn't have a pen handy. It's simply marciacrockett.org. Yeah. but this is probably the most downloaded piece of information from my I, website. I it is. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's just these points of awakening. So I think that that's an important place to begin. And that's why it, it opens the book. But, oh boy, which one do I want to say more about? I, I will say a little bit more about story because maybe because I'm a writer. <laughs> I, again, I feel like you know, until we can really embrace our whole life experience, our whole story, that, you know, it can't all be integrated. It can't all be healed. It can't all be brought into, yeah, that place of healing in the presence of God, unless unless we're willing to, to look at it, to embrace it. And so the tools to do that are varied and you know, I think I've done it most well, some in my writing, but, uh, you know, also in smaller groups. And, and you know, I think there is a place for that within a small group environment. Um, if 
people and churches are willing to open the door for that. But it's been um, absolute game changer for everyone I know who's gone through that process of let me spend, you know, that we give each other in the small group half an hour, an hour, an entire, you know, day session um, just to hear your story. And we can look at it and reflect on it with you. It's just been. It's powerful. Yes. It's very powerful. So, you know, that I think is really critical. Um, the silence, again, it's not just, you know, sit down and be quiet and, you know, spend your 20 minutes on centering prayer or whatever you may think of silence. But, you know, I think it happens so much in in spirit in a spiritual direction session that we do open the door to silence mm -hmm. just like i said about my journey let's sit in silence and meditate on this for a minute yeah. see what happens you know so we are still but it's just yeah such an oasis is the place what it feels like for me in spiritual direction and then you know the idea of retreat as as a form of silence i think is also powerful and um, needed, I think, in, in this world. And finding time and place and space for that is is part of what I encourage. And I, I would also say, um, because I hear this often from people, um, someone who will hold space for them yeah. Yeah. and that that space is a safe space, safe confidential space. Yes. Um, you know, there's much to be said for that. Yeah. There's not much that goes on in our lives in our day-to-day -day lives where someone will hold space for us. I mean, everything is whisking by rather yeah. quickly. And yeah. I look, uh, I often look at spiritual direction. I know for myself, as I go uh, um, meet with my spiritual director as a true gift for yeah. me, it is, that gift of time and space and quiet and yeah. um, that sacred listening that happens as I, you know, unpack what's mm -hmm. going on in the last month or the last week, whatever mm -hmm. it is, mm -hmm. it, that is powerful. And we don't tend to get that anywhere else. That's right. Um, un unless you really have what I would call a sacred soul friend or whatever, verbiage yeah. you put around that I don't think many of us do yeah I I would agree mm -hmm. I would agree yeah. what uh, what's another one of these these I, gifts you would highlight? yeah I think I think um another one I want to mention well first of all just in general you know the second gift I mentioned is hospitality and I really don't as you just said I don't think until that sacred hospitable space is created. Can any of these other gifts happen mm. within the context of direction? I yeah. mean, you certainly can experience them on your own, um, but there has to be that that safe, welcoming space. Yes. Um, but I think I think the other one that sort of permeates. Well, I want to say something about. All of them, <laughs> um, let me say one thing about pilgrimage, sure. which is you know just. Um, we just spend so much time in, in the, you know, living our lives day by day, week by week, year by year, and it all gathers up and we call it life. And, you know, we have this very linear experience of life 
and on pilgrimage, it, it really shifts. And if anyone's been on a, a you know, actual pilgrimage uh, that's taken days or whatever, whether it's Camino or something else, but um, that there is a shift from Kronos time of, you know, what day is it? What's next? What's next? You know, let's move on with our life to the Kairos time, which asks now what time is it, but what is this time for? Yes. And so the pilgrimage, um, as Meister Eckhart beautifully says, it's not so it's not so much long. The journey is not so much long, maybe a quarter inch, but it is miles deep. deep. Yes, is miles deep. <laughs> so the pilgrimage doesn't have to happen over you know a set time. It is just that continual journey inward. And I think as we move inward, you know, it calls us outward. There's always sort of that ebb and flow of, of the spirit in how we live our life. And then I think the other piece I would mention is um, the meditation aspect, which, you know, again, there's lots of ways we think about meditation. It's not just talking about sitting in silence and trying to empty your mind, which is impossibility, but, um, but, you know, really pondering it's, it's what Mary did, you know, to treasure up these things and ponder them in your heart. And in that pondering is where we come, you know, and bring whatever is happening in life to a spiritual director. Um, it's meditating sometimes on, and it can be anything. It's your dreams. What's happening in your dreams. It's um, the liminal space that we live in. It's like, I'm not there, but I'm not here either. It's mm -hmm. that in between that we're always quick to get out of. We want to move on from those spaces, but right. to really look at those spaces as also a sacred time, um, holy, holy places. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, meditating on the things we're reading and then scripture. I mean, whatever it is we're meditating on, it's, it's all part of the experience of, of the formational life. One of the things that I really appreciate that you do in the book is uh, at the end of every chapter, um, in a way you do a little bit of a lexio with the chapter, paying mm -hmm. attention to what words or phrases in the chapter stirred something in you. And, and so you ask people to maybe go, you know, underline or pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. And it's a little bit different at the end of each chapter, but you ask, you mm -hmm. pose some specific questions yeah. that, ha uh, that takes the reader a little bit deeper if they are mm -hmm. wanting and willing to go there. And I, I, I like that a lot. Um, and I, I'm just guessing it probably just flowed out of who you are as a person and as a director, but it, why did you want to make sure you had that kind of experience at the end of chapters? Yeah, I, I think every book I've written has something along those lines. I, I just think if, if a reader is just plowing through words and not at least given an opportunity, not that they have to take it, but um, to sit with what they've read, to meditate on what they've read, um, it's sort of, yeah, it's in one ear or out the other, at least for me as I read. I and I if that's not provided by an author when I'm reading, I make up my own. So yeah. <laughs> um it is sort of part Good. of how I function. But um you know, and I think the other thing is, 
yeah, this book was written for people that are kind of exploring spiritual direction specifically. I mean, there's other resources as well, but, um, you know, to give them an opportunity to think, oh, these are the kinds of questions I could bring to a right. spiritual director. Yeah, I really appreciated the book for that. I think it, I, I think this sets, just sets out and states the case for and opens up the way to spiritual direction, mm -hmm. I think, beautifully. Also, you have a number of appendix. I, use, I don't know how many, yeah. five, six, five, yeah. five appendices here in the back, and um, mm -hmm. which are wonderful as well. Um, you point people toward a retreat and kind of outline what that might look like. Um, right. You know, shortened, ver like a half day, uh, full day, extended retreat, that kind of thing. And talk about some spiritual practices and, uh, and also some other, some good, um, book recommendations as well. And, and I know you also give information, I think, to some spiritual direction programs, if that's yes. true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there, there's just so much good information also in the book and I, I highly recommend it, um, for that as, as well as the the whole content of the book. Mm -hmm. I just, uh, it's been a good, uh, I don't, not, not refresher exactly, but, but um, I don't know. I just sort of felt uh, as I read it, I, I just felt again, oh, this is why I'm doing this. This is why mm -hmm. I love spiritual direction, both mm -hmm. in being a director and why I go to mm -hmm. a director. It, bo mm -hmm. Both. I thought it was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Sacred Conversation, Exploring the Seven Gifts of Spiritual Direction. I hope you'll pick up a copy and I'll have more information in the show notes. Marsha Crockett, thank you so much for writing it and thanks for being here on Faith Conversations. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Anita. It's my privilege. And to everyone else, I say keep the conversation going.